Welcome to Hashtag Managed, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of building a booked out social media business. Tune in every week for transparent conversations from a six-figure social media agency owner, sharing the highlights and lowlights of being a business owner, and episodes featuring industry experts to help you start, scale, and book out your own social media management business. Now, here's your host, Jessica Sheehy. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Hashtag Managed. I'm so excited for our guest this week. One, I am a little biased. I'm really excited to catch up with her. It's been a long time since we've connected, and I'm really excited for you all to hear her story and just hear her expertise as a social media manager. This week, I'm joined with Maddie, better known as the Buzzing Blonde. Maddie is a dynamic social media manager and strategist with a passion for helping brands thrive in the digital realm. Since establishing her business in 2018 while working as a graphic designer for Adidas, Maddie has become a prominent figure in the world of social media. Throughout her career, Maddie has worked with a diverse range of small businesses, leveraging her skills to help them grow their online presence. However, it was in 2021 that she found her true niche in assisting beauty brands and professionals. As the buzzing blonde, Maddie continues to empower brands, guiding them on their journey to online success through her dedication, expertise, and genuine passion for connecting with audiences. She consistently exceeds expectations and helps her clients build thriving online communities. Maddie, welcome to the Hashtag Manage podcast. Tell me a little bit more about you and your business. Yes. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on here. I am so excited. Earlier this year, I kind of jokingly set a goal for myself to be on 30 podcasts by the time I'm 30. So this is definitely one of the 30. So I'm really excited about that. But moving on. um, Yeah. So I was born and raised in Indiana. But now I live in Charleston with my husband, and we are loving every part of not having cold winters, which you live in Florida, so I'm sure you understand that. Um, like like my um, glowing introduction kind of said, I, uh, <laughs> I went to Loyola University in Chicago, um, where I majored in advertising and public relations, and I minored in marketing, gearing that towards social media marketing, because that was 2016, like, social media marketing is still so new. And I think so many people forget about that. Because it really wasn't until, for me, 2013, which I was a senior in high school, where I felt like brands were coming online to use platforms like Facebook and Instagram to market their business. So again, social media marketing is brand new. But if you've been following me since 2018, when I started my business, you'll know that Like it said, I was a graphic designer for Adidas. And again, if you're one of the OG followers, which I, Jessica, I honestly think you are. Like, I think you and I have been following each other since 2018. Mm -hmm. And like, you'll know that I told my mentor and boss at the time that I was a graphic design major at Loyola when that in fact was not a major. But then I went back to school that after that summer of interning at Adidas to 
take every single graphic design class I could. And again, that summer I, w- I taught myself, I taught myself Photoshop and all the Adobe platforms essentially. And I think that was kind of my kickoff in love of social media marketing in general. Like at Adidas, even though I was a graphic designer, I got to see how the graphic design department worked with the marketing department. And that was really cool for me to see. And I think I've brought that with me to my own business and my own clients. Um, But anyway, so after I left, so I left Adidas then in 2019, because again, I started my business while working at Adidas because I knew I wasn't going to move out to Portland, Oregon. Um, That was something my husband and I had discussed. And just knowing that, I I also surprisingly had clients at the time. And so one of those clients, you know, asked me to leave Adidas to be their director of marketing. And naive 24-year-old Maddie was like, that sounds so cool. There's so much money in that. Like, yeah, we're going to go do that. Well, did that. I was fired January 2nd of 2020, kind of thrown into running my business full time, which was and is still scary. Um, But we did it. We did it because we had amazing support system. Again, both my family is very supportive. My husband's very supportive. I'm, I'm lucky because I think I have an amazing online community. And Jessica, I feel like our, our relationship like is kind of shows that, you know? Um, But then, okay, sorry, I'm like going on my timeline here. So then we're at, (laughs) then we're at 20, so I I started my, got thrown into my business in 2020. Fast forward to 2022. So, you know, two years running my business full time, COVID hit, all that stuff. All was great and dandy, but I got burnt out. Like I was working around the clock and it got to the point of seriously what felt like I'm never going to love social media again. And my husband and I kind of looked at each other and he was the one who was like, you know, I'm not telling you to quit the buzzing blonde, but like, how are you kind of checking in with me and me realizing like, oh shit, like I don't know if I want to do this anymore. And that was a hard, like, uh, that was a hard pill for me to swallow. Like that was, again, that was just what, you know, like, oh, Mm -hmm. I did, I felt like I needed the permission to walk away. And so I was like, okay. So I went back, I got a quote unquote nine to five working for an interior design firm here down in Charleston doing their social media marketing. And I realized a lot of things from 20 February 2022 to now. And that was I did know a lot about running a business. Like I realized that I wasn't giving myself enough credit for running a business and just I needed that experience. Like I needed to go back to a nine to five to kind of realize like this, like my why, my why behind why I started my business. And so 
to answer your question too, you know, of like how I started my business, I think that in the beginning, when I first started my business, I always told people that I wanted to help small businesses, you know, make, make a difference. I don't know. But the more I've reflected on that, the more I've realized, I think the true answer to that is that I wanted to shine and thrive and be a superstar in this industry because I think I knew I could do it. Like I knew I could do it, but it's taken me five years to like have that faith in myself. And so like, I'm really hoping this message in my story like resonates with a lot of new social media managers out there who are just getting started because, and also I hope this message reaches the that quote unquote veteran social media managers who like, honestly, maybe you feel like you need to walk away from your business. And like, if you needed somebody to tell you that it is okay to walk away from your business, let me be that person for you. But also let me be that person who can who tells you you're not a failure. And that you're just you just need time to get inspired again. Because Burnout is real. Burnout is real. And we like for especially for the social media marketing industry, like I'm sorry, but there is no like if somebody's out there and like has figured out how to not get burnt out in our industry, please message me, DM let me know because I wanna know. I wanna know. Absolutely. And I'd love to know too. So please do a group chat with Maddie and I because (laughs) burnout is such a huge thing that we all experience. And I think as social media marketers, I mean, we have to wear so many hats. And I think by wearing all of those hats, we feel like we feel the impact of so many changes, not only on the social media platforms, but just in general in business. And I definitely have been around since the OG Adidas days. That's how long because 2018 was the year I started social savvy as Mm -hmm. well. And I, you know, I got thrown into starting it too. I was always playing it safe. Like this was my side hustle for a while. And it was safe as a side hustle because I had that safety net of an income. And then when I didn't have that income anymore, no longer a safety net. Now I need to build myself a parachute with social savvy. So I can completely relate to that. And part of the reason why, you know, so many reasons why I wanted to invite Maddie on the podcast, but one of the main ones is just exactly where she ended her journey at is that it's okay to have that permission slip to step away, whether that's to step away permanently, step away for a little while to kind of get re-inspired, like Maddie said, or to just find a love in social media again. Because Mm -hmm. I think being a solopreneur, we're again, we're wearing so many hats as a social media manager, but then you're wearing so many hats as a solopreneur. And you're like, I, you know, my shoulders can't even take all of these hats that are on top of my head. It's just so, so much. So I love that you went into like all of those different areas that you, you know, from Adidas to the the role as a full-time marketing director, uh, because I know that's always a possibility for people who are listening, who work with clients. There's always going to be those conversations with them who like they want more or they want you to kind of mm-hmm. have more stakes, more stakes in that. Um, and having the, the nine to five, So I want to first kind of dive into, Maddie, you 
in 2020, you really niche down. And when I think of your brand, which it's been a few years now since you've niched down, so maybe <laughs> that's why I really correlated to this. But when I think of you and your brand and just your content and just your passion for this industry in general, I correlate it to beauty brands and professionals. I can visualize your feed and your content and your messaging right now, and I can fully see it. <laughs> but I would love to know and would love for you to share with our, our listeners, what led you to niching down? into that target audience. Um, and also, I'd love to know, did you also niche down in the services that you were offering for them? Or what did those look like as well? Yeah, so growing up, I always would go with my mom to the salon um, every two weeks to get her nails done and maybe every six to eight weeks to get her hair done. And over time, you know, growing up, again, this was before the time of having glam squads. Like this was the time when if a woman was taking care of themselves by like keeping up, quote, keeping up with themselves, you know, getting their hair done, getting their nails done, facials, all that stuff. There was this stigma around it where it was like, oh, you're fake. Oh, you're, you know, but it conceded. And for me, I never saw my mom that way. Like growing up, I just kind of think I realized like, oh, my mom's taking care of herself, aka what we now to know today as self-care. <laughs> wow, mind-blowing, right? And so I I love seeing those relationships my mom built with with those women growing up. And I can tell you that her nail lady, my mom's nail lady, Becky, like I, we follow each other on social media. Like she's no longer in business, but that's because she's retired. But it's one of those things where my mom was loyal, loyal to her glam squad. And I feel the same way about mine, like my hairstylist, my lash artist, my nail tech, all those things. And so anyway, so it was in 2020 that I, I realized, I, I took a moment to stop and realize that all of my clients at that time were salon owners, hairdressers, masseuse, nail techs, anything in the beauty industry you can think of were my clients. And I enjoyed making that content because I was showing these salon owners that you don't just have to post hair. You don't just post your work like Pretend as if you, like on your social feed, like that is today's magazine. The, what women used to pick up in your salon and flip through, those are the topics that they're wanting to talk about at the salon. So long story short, that's kind of how I got and that's how I niched. I think that the beauty industry, though, has always been has always played a big part in my life. I just didn't realize it until recently. And then you were asked, and then you also asked about, you know, services, like have my services kind of changed around that? And the answer to that is kind of complex, but, but also simple and yes. So I'm currently going through a rebrand right now and I'm still going to be the buzzing blonde, but just kind of getting a facelift pun intended. Um, <laughs> and so right now, yeah, I am rethinking my services. I'm still going to have a lot of the same services that I offered before, like social media management, social media strategy. Um, but I think this time around, honestly, like I want to lean into consulting and coaching 
big salon owners going and speaking to their stylists, to a bigger group of people. Um, and also, I think I, I finally am going to pull the trigger and start to offer more graphic branding help because, again, I see a need for that, even in the social media management community where I'll be scrolling and we'll stop on a social media manager's account, again, looking at their graphics and just being like, because I don't know about you, but my brain never stops thinking of like graphics, but also like social media context. Oh, yeah. So like, my brain, like literally I'll be watching an ad and I'll be like, oh, that's a good idea. So mm-hmm. I'll, I'll be scrolling Instagram and some of these social media managers, I'll see their graphics. and I'm just like, oh, I want to help you like I can help you. So, mm-hmm. yeah. 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 I love that. I think that, well, I love that you really saw that, I guess, consistency in your life and just, you know, that you love beauty brands and you're super loyal. I know I can really relate to that. Even when I did not live here in the Tampa area, I, when I would come visit family, I was still going to the same hairdresser (laughs) as I have been before. Cause I'm like, she just knows my blonde so well. Um, (laughs) And I have super, super thick hair and I hear that from everyone. So she just knows it, you know, it's, it's Mm -hmm. expected. And I think it, it, it's also she's you know she's also an extension I feel like of my family like she, my my mom goes to her yes. my sister goes to her like we are so connected and we're connected to her family because her mom's also a hairdresser so it's just it's such a really good relationship so I can really relate to that and I love the unique twist that you bring to that industry with your background and just love and passion for graphic design but then also your eye for trends and how to create a good content strategy because I know for that industry just when I'm you know if if I'm you know trying to find maybe a new nail tech or you know if I'm traveling and I'm trying to find like okay where can I go get a blowout or something this weekend Mm -hmm. you know I'm trying to look of course I'm looking on Instagram first before I'm going to Google yeah and um you know I want to see like I want to see their work I want to see if I can see them so I can kind of connect them to them because it is such a personal interaction and exchange of goods and services that I want to know who they are so I really really love that and I am also happy that we're talking about niching down because I really try on every episode to talk about it in some capacity because it really does make a huge difference in our own messaging and our own branding as a social media manager. And I know the biggest question I get is how do I stand out? And I think when I think about you know, ways that like I stand out to other social media managers. And when I think about how you stand out, Maddie, as well, like I immediately think, okay, the niche beauty professionals and anyone within that industry, um, your graphics, I've always been obsessed with them. Every time I see them on the feed or on stories or anywhere, (laughs) I just, I absolutely (laughs) love them because it's such an attention to detail. And I think as a designer and marketer myself, I really love and value that, you know, like you said, always watching those ads and just watching other things. Um, So I think that's so important just to like, those are the unique things that really like make it up. And I love how you mentioned that you'll, you know, are kind of rethinking your services that you're going to be offering. I love the shift into consulting. I think that's such a really good offer for any social media manager to 
take their expertise because we, you know, it goes back to your story at the beginning that, you know, it's kind of a line sticking out to me. Like we, we know so much and we don't give ourselves nearly enough credit. And I know I'm certainly guilty of it too. You know, I could be explaining to like friends or family about something and they're just, I can just see it in their eyes. They're like, oh, yes. oh my God, like <laughs> where did that come from? How do you know all of those things? Or, you know, like, wow, that's, you know, so impressive because that's not, that's not what they do. You know, it's, I know it's so hard because our proximity to social media, we're on it all day long, maybe all weekend long, you know, all night long. And we're just doing all the things on social media. So we don't give ourselves nearly enough credit. And that brings me to my next question. And I'm really excited to talk about this because there's always new platforms and updates and features popping up on social media, even though it, social media is so new as Maddie shared, there's always going to be new changes and innovations in the industry for probably years and years to come. And around this time that Man Maddie and I are recording this episode, Threads has just launched. It's launched this week, so it is top of mind. Maddie, I'd love to know what your advice is to social media managers and business owners in general, because we have those in our audience as well, when it comes to adapting new platforms in their strategy. And of course, I would love to hear your opinion on threads. Yes. Yeah, so my one piece of, piece of advice for social media managers who are wanting to adapt, you know, these new platforms into their strategy is to, is that the only way to truly know if any idea or platform works is to test it. Testing is good. Like, don't be afraid to test. I know that there are times in my life where, even with this rebrand, I'm I'm kind of nervous, you know, for it because so many people have grown to love my branding now. Like you, like you, you know, said Jessica, where it's just like, what do you think of the buzzing bomb? Like, I think I people can get the painted picture of me essentially through my social media, but it just didn't feel like me. So we're testing out something new. We're just testing out something new. And as for threads, uh, I have not been this excited about a new app or platform in a long time. Like I personally loved clubhouse. I clubhouse keeps getting brought up of like, Clubhouse get, keeps getting brought up, Be Real keeps getting brought up, and Lemon 8 keeps being brought up along with Threads being like, how is Threads different than all these those other platforms, yada, yada, yada. And I think, I hope that I'm speaking for most social media managers out there where it's like, this is one of the favorite parts of my job. Like I, I'm right now hearing so many clients or so many people like in my audience be like, another platform that I have to learn, like hating technology. And then I'm just sitting there like, that's why we exist. Like, I don't know about you, but in the beginning of my career, I had so many people come up to me and say, oh, you do social media for a living? Like anybody can do that. And it's like, sure, anybody can post a pretty picture with a witty caption. Mm -hmm. But that you and I both know there's so much more 
to social media. Social media marketing is so much more complex than that. There's strategy, there's analytics, there's keeping up to date on the new trends, literally dropping Taylor Swift. It's kind of fitting, but literally drop everything now to go hop on that trend. And you're like, my brain is on overload, but you keep doing it because it's like a rush. Mm -hmm. It's like this adrenaline rush that you're just like, oh my God, I want to hop on this. Yeah. Yeah. So that's how I feel about threads. Yeah, I love that. And I think your advice on testing is so, so important because I think I've definitely noticed a trend with a lot of not only social media managers, but even business owners testing new things and in their business or new strategies. There's really no true tests or test periods happening. It's just kind of like, oh, we're, we did it. And okay, decisions made. And I'm like, okay, what's the data? How did it, yes. how did it go? Like, how are yeah. we making this decision, you know, yeah. in, in an informed way? Um, you know, and that's so probably true. my marketer hat. That's like, you know, look, you know, look at the data, like really analyze the return on it and everything. Um, but I agree. I think that it's certainly, I love the buzz around threads. It's so like, the energy is so high on social media and even the energy over on threads. I don't know if I just maybe have caught it at different times, but I feel like it's a lot higher than Clubhouse, than Lemonade, than, you know, even yep. Be Real. Like I, I want to be cautious with saying it, but I feel like the buzz is very similar to TikTok. I know it's not at a TikTok level at this point mm -hmm. when we're recording this, but mm -hmm. who knows? Maybe by the time this episode is live <laughs> in a little bit, it will be, or, you know, even, you know, down the road in 2023. But I think it's certainly a great idea to start, you know, take Maddie's advice, get on the app, learn what it is, create your account, start scrolling through and reading all of the different threads, see what other people are posting on the app and start posting yourself. I know I'm, mm -hmm. I'm kind of like testing the waters. And I think that's what's so fun about it right now is that there's really no um, there's no pressure to do really well on no. threads. And it's definitely a completely different app with how, you know, you can't necessarily see like the follower to following ratio, like which is so nice and mm. refreshing <laughs> to have yes. in a social media app. It's like, okay, they are listening. Uh, you know, Meta and all of the other big creators of social <laughs> media platforms are listening. So it does feel like a really good social media platform that feels intentional just in how they've created it, but it also feels like it's going to be good for creators. So as of what it would be right now for the future of business owners and even beyond that, like how consumers are using it, I think right now it's just fun. It's kind of like a wild, wild west where anyone <laughs> and everything is sharing. Everyone's sharing so many things and I've connected with so many of the people that I followed for years on Instagram and I feel like I'm getting to know them better than I ever have. I don't know if you can relate to that. Yes. Kind of no, literally, I am. That's what I'm saying. That is you just encompassed how I have felt. And it feels so good to know that I'm not the only social media manager out there who feels that, who feels like it's like this warm hug of like, uh, and also like this breath of fresh air or that sigh of like, 
oh yeah like this is why also again a reminder of why I love social media because it's like the connection like Mm -hmm. this is the whole point of social media this is us getting back to being social and like again it's I'm loving how you can toggle between this is also why I do love it and I think it gives off TikTok energy as well is because it's kind of the interface is easy to toggle back and forth between Instagram and threads because again where it's like obviously same owner, same whatever. But when people share other followers threads to their Instagram stories, I'm excited. I want to go see who they are following. Like what are the funny brands that you are following? Because I want to follow it and talk to you about it too. I want to be like, oh my God, did you see that tweet? Like ha 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 mm-hmm. so funny yeah type of thing yeah yeah I agree I think it's it's so refreshing because it is really pulling in that stories element that okay there's really no pressure there's no need to be perfect I think that that is probably yes. a big thing when it comes to social media I know I hear that all the time from clients and just business owners in general to where they're like I need perfection and Sometimes the best content I've ever produced is it's not perfect. Not to say that it lacks quality or there's mistakes or Mm -hmm. it's terrible or anything like that, but it was, you know, it's riding the wave of Taylor Swift right now, or it's, you know, staying on top of like something pop culture related, or even that it's just something that's super personal and valuable to like the business owner or the brand, you know, principles. So it just makes all the difference. So I love that Threads is around. I hope it's here to stay. And I personally am wanting to have a little bit of fun with it. And I Mm -hmm. am working on planning things, but I'm not... I'm not so much being strategic as to, okay, here's what I need to do. And I'm certainly not thinking, okay, how am I going to sell? And how am I going to land these things? I'm personally thinking, what areas of my life can I thread about? And what brands that I love as just a human can I connect with? That's kind of where I'm at right now, Maddie. I'd love to know, do you have any sort of strategy? I'm using strategy really loosely there, but yeah, I know you know no, what I mean. No. I yes, and I love what you just said because I feel like that's kind of my approach as well. Like again, if you've been following me, you know I'm a Swifty. Like I I'm a Swifty diehard, okay, people. Like my biggest flex in life is the fact that I saw Taylor Swift open for Rascal Flats. Open. <laughs> so with that being said though, I feel like my approach to this is just I'm in my social media manager influencer era because again I think we all forget that we do have influence like lol we are like influencers hire us as well to come up with their strategy Mm -hmm. like that is a niche people so let's give ourselves (laughs) some more credit in 2023 and Similar, similar to what you just said, Jessica, like I, strategies that I don't even want to say that per se, like I'm just wake up in the morning, see what's trending per se, if if I can even call it that, and then roll with that and, but also what's on my mind. So yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I love that. I love that. So we are clearly super excited for Threads. I hope our excitement is reciprocal with everyone else using the app, but I know it has been reaching really record numbers of people downloading it. And I think it's just, I think that is just a true testament to how Meta rolled it out and how it is so beautifully integrated with Instagram, an app we all love and know, but it's also being true to being a new platform. It's not necessarily trying to take away from Instagram. It's just, it's different. And I see it as a true extension of your Instagram profile, which I think is really how they built it, which is really, really, really exciting. I think Mm -hmm. kind of going into back into the topic of burnout as a social media manager, I know I have gone through seasons of burnout myself. And I try my best now I feel like because from being in business for five years, I feel like I can feel when it's coming on. And I try to do a, you know, a few things to kind of like eliminate that. Um, but Maddie, I'd love to hear just from your experience. And I know you've, you know, dealt with it and overcome with overcome burnout. What are a few healthy social media habits that we can adopt, especially as social media managers, <laughs> to help us eliminate that burnout? So the two that have helped me the most is number one, do not touch your phone past 8 p.m. You and I both know your client's content is scheduled and posted. You engaged earlier in the day. And I hope this makes sense when I say it, but oftentimes we tell clients not to freak out about any emergencies or fires happening overnight. It's time that we believe it too, because guarantee nothing's going to happen. And if it does, you'll deal with it. It will be fine. Like things in the social media realm come and go so quickly in the blink of an eye. Like, so that's number one. Number two is to create a daily, weekly, and monthly to-do list. So Again, when you have mul- when you're juggling multiple clients, and if you're anything like me and our ADHD, like one of the biggest challenges in my life slash business is coming up with systems like that. I know I lacked, like I lacked coming up with systems l- the first time around. Like I, when I say like the first time around, you know, like before my eight month hiatus break. Um, but I, I knew, I knew that I needed to do a daily social media task of, you know, like posting to stories, engaging with blah, 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 All, things you and I both know that we need to be doing daily and same with weekly, monthly, etc. But I was forgetting that and I wasn't writing that down. So now, again, that I have multiple clients, like that is saving me so much time. And again, again, coming up with systems that work for me, because again, there's so many systems and programs out there. And sometimes you just have to step away and be real with yourself and be like, what works for me? Because sometimes things like Asana aren't going to work for you. Like you kind of have to come up with that content calendar planning yourself, which that was a hard, again, another hard pill for me to swallow again. Yeah, yeah. And I certainly I 
after 8 p.m., I have everything on Do Not Disturb. So any tool that I'm in, any app, anything like that, my, my phone especially. Of course, I have a few people, you know, who can get past that if it's friends or family yes. who need to call, of mm-hmm. course. You know, I'm not completely yep. shutting out from the world. Uh, but for work, I am. And I think that that is such a really, really good thing. Um, and I think just having... You know, I personally am, I, maybe it's just because we're both creatives. I'm also not a systems-minded person either. I use them. I need them. Like, I need those to-do lists and that those project plans to keep me on track. Or I know things will just not go on track. And it's just because I am thinking about a million and one other things other mm-hmm. than that. So I've definitely gone through a lot of different systems. And I... Now, personally, use ClickUp. It's just the way I've set it up, and that has taken a really long time (laughs) to set up and do a way that Mm -hmm. I love, truly love, and can use and be productive with. But I try to also, now that I have it, and it works, and it helps me get things done, it also helps me work ahead, which is really great, because I personally deal with a procrastination problem. I'll wait until the last minute, and I will do that, but... It, you know, having that system in place to see those to-dos has been really helpful. But personally, I try to not have, you know, shiny object syndrome. If I see a new system or a new tool, I have, to, it's really hard because I want to download it and dive into it and see if it works. <laughs> but I have to just be really strong and say, you know what, I think right now I don't need to try this. Let me see if it kind of comes back into my world later in the future. You know, maybe that's a sign from the universe that I need it. Uh, but right now, let me just stick to what I'm using in my, you know, in my business. And that is ClickUp right now. So I think that that is super, super important. So I think those boundaries can really help with, you know, eliminating burnout. And I think sticking to those boundaries. And I know personally, I used to always voice my boundaries with clients, with clients' teams, you know, with even anyone who was like on my team, but I would never stick to them. I would just be like, okay, like, well, we'll walk over them. It's okay. You know, that's the people pleasing coming out. But now Mm -hmm. I really try my best to stick to my boundaries because I know if I don't, I'm going to be exhausted the next day or I'm going to be burnt out later in the month or it's going to have a real domino effect. So just seeing that and <laughs> keeping that into account um, for that. Maddie, I'd love to know, I know this is a hard question because it's just asking for one, but I'd love to know if you had to share one piece of advice to another female entrepreneur, what would it be? I love this question, but it's also so hard because, again, it's one. But I think my one piece of advice would be it's not about the 40 seconds. It's about the four years that got you there. And honestly, maybe it's more than four years. And for some, it might take more than four years. Like me, I've been at this for five years and still don't feel like I've, quote unquote, made it for whatever your definition is for those who are listening. But my version of made it, like I haven't reached that yet. And yet someone yesterday literally DM'd me and told me that, so I followed them back and they were like, I'm starstruck. Like, oh my gosh, like you're following me and just... That's so weird for me where I'm like, people think of me like that. Like she literally said she was starstruck and I just, Mm -hmm. I laughed. And of course I messaged her back, but I was just like, you just made my, 
week because I'm like, that's hearing messages like that make me can keep me going. Like you're just because you never know like who mm. who you're reaching. Yeah. So getting messages like that are just for me kind of do tell me like you've made it like you you're on the right path, Maddie, like keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I love that. I think that is really good advice, especially for those because let's face it, not only as a social media marketer or online service provider, but just entrepreneur, there's going to be Mm -hmm. bad moments. There might even be bad days, not to be really negative. Of course, you know, we like to keep it lighthearted on this podcast, but things happen and things that are out of our control happen all the Mm -hmm. time. And I think it's really important to know that it's, it's a bad moment. It's a bad day. It's a bad, you know, 40 seconds. Like Maddie said, it's not a bad career. It's not a bad choice that you made in life to become this entrepreneur or to do this thing or to, you know, to do any of that. So I, I love that. And I, I personally hear that too. And I think it's just, I, you know, I, Maddie, I think we have such similar personalities where when people tell me that, or like someone on our team will say like, Hey, we got this review of the podcast and people are like, so blown away by you. And I'm like, me, like, what do you mean? Like how, you know, how is it me? And I think, you know, it always, you know, shows that there's, and I think especially working with, with some clients who I have always felt like, wow, those are like really big names, like in the space. Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm star starstruck. And then they like are reciprocal. They're like, no, I'm starstruck. And we're like, wait, hold on. What's happening here? We're both, you know, but I think that truly is, it goes back to what you said. It's the influence of social media that really makes the difference. And I think that's so important to keep in mind that there's always going to be people ahead of us. But it doesn't mean that we need to run to get to their level. And there's always going to be people who aren't quite at our level yet. And it's okay because they are looking up to us and they are like running to get to that point. So I just, it's such an amazing just cycle of entrepreneurship. And it really is a cycle because it never really ends. There's really no end point. You know, all those people we're looking up to, they're thinking the same exact thing that we are just at a different level. (laughs) Yes. And I, I want to share real quick to, I told, I think I told you this, but so one of my newest clients, um, it's called the wonder and it's here in Charleston, but their director of marketing. One time we, we had a meeting and she had one of social savvy's like tips pulled up or whatever. And I left and I go, Oh, like, I love that idea. Like, I forget what I said, but she goes, oh, yeah, like, you've heard of Social Savvy? Like, you know, like, you know who she is? And I was like, <laughs> it was a pinch me moment because I was like, yeah, actually, I do know Jessica, the, the owner and creator. And I think my client felt like thought I was so cool for knowing you, which obviously made me feel super cool because I was just like, yeah, that's oh my, my friend. Yeah. Like oh I'm going to hype her up. I like, know. I, and I, I, I remember when you told me about that and I can't exactly remember what was kind of going on in that day, but I will say, you know, it's so funny how the universe sends you messages when you need it. And I think it really does. And I hope everyone who's listening to this podcast really thinks like, okay, here's my message to hear Maddie's story and like, you know, our story, how we know each other and just all the things we've gone through as social media managers for, you know, five years. And I, I can't, and it's again, it goes back to that point in the moment. It seems so big. 
right now, I cannot even remember what it was, but I remember there was something that was really weighing me down that day. I can't remember what it was. It was probably super, super small, but it was probably some little, you know, road bump in the road. Mm -hmm, Um, mm -hmm. But seeing that message just, oh, it just, it made my day because it was like so cool, like really cool, you know, real life instance of, you know, social media in real life. Um, But it was just Mm -hmm. also so amazing. So I I think that's so funny. You know, I, um, uh, at certain times, and I think, you know, a lot of our business on the management side comes through referrals. So of course this happens, but we'll have people who will, I'll do a discovery call with them. And on the call, they'll say, oh, I love this client's social media. And it's so funny because I'm like, well, do you? Because I happen to know who <laughs> does it, <laughs> you know? But it's just, it's yeah. so funny because it's it's not only like, okay, they, you know, I now know what they're looking for, but it's like, wow, you know, you're creating something that's super impactful for other people yes. to be inspired by yes. it. It's such an amazing feeling. See, no, like that just again, like this podcast was what I think I needed to like, not that I've felt burnout lately. But like, again, I think this is just a sign to me too. like, where again, jokingly, I told myself, Oh, yeah, Maddie, like, you're gonna be on 30 podcasts by the time you're 30. Again, me jokingly manifesting that but here I am like, actually doing it. And mm-hmm. now I'm gonna be like, no, Maddie, you're going to actually achieve this goal. Do I know how? No, absolutely. I have no idea, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. I love that. I love that. And I think that's the best, the best mindset for any, any business owner. Maddie, I love to know, I'm always looking for new sources of inspiration. And I love this question because it can, there's no right or wrong answer. And I'm sure I'll find something great from it. Um, And I'm sure you have some pretty amazing recommendations. I'd love to know what are your favorite Instagram accounts to follow, books to read, or podcasts to listen to? I have so many, but off the top of my head, I would say Girl Boss Town on TikTok, where I don't know if you follow her, but like she's the PR guru. Like uh, all the free campaign she gives away to these brands that I'm just like that is genius like listen to her she's giving you free advice I love her Mm -hmm. so also I love following her on all social media platforms but again that's probably like my number one tiktoker I love following instagram would probably be kimber chapman which is my old hairstylist in indy her salon tone salon the may salon and then three more illusion bronze, which yes, is one of my clients um, at the time, the wonder and then also okay, the summer I turned pretty, like I know that's a show. But you guys like their marketing team is just I'm like, I want to be your best friend because you guys are killing it. And if you were to tell me it was you like you were the mastermind behind that, I'd be like, what? What? I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, but I low key feel like whoever is doing their social media, like I'm like, oh my God, like what if they're those type of people who had to sign like a non-disclosure or whatever, because mm-hmm. I, I'd be freaking out. Yeah. But um, okay. So that's on Instagram. And then since we are on the topic of threads, a few that I'm excited for threads is Supergoop, Target, and then... 
I'm going to say this wrong, but it's get real, real. I don't know. But it's like these menstrual like pads, like warming pads that I'm just obsessed with. And like, why didn't I discover these earlier in my life? Mm -hmm. Um, Okay. Anyways, books to read. I'm currently reading three right now because I also at the beginning of the year, like to, you know, set these crazy goals for myself. And one of them being, I want to read 87 books by the time 2023 is up. I'm at, I think, book 26. So we've got some catching up to do. But I'm currently reading The Creative Act, um, A Way of Being by Rick Rudin. Rubin? Yeah, Rubin. Um, because internet, which is understanding the new rules of language by Gretchen McCulk, and then the dictionary of lost words by Pip Williams, and then podcast is nine to five ish by the skim. I don't know if anybody knows what the skim is, but I love it. It's a great newsletter and their podcast is also amazing. Um, I'm trying to think and the toast and then obviously obviously hashtag managed so <laughs> amazing amazing I am okay I'm so excited there's a few of those TikTok accounts Instagrams and everything and the podcast I listen to for sure but I'm gonna dive into those books I'm super excited for that so thank you so much Maddie for being on hashtag managed sharing your story sharing your expertise and also just shining a light on the different permission slips that we can have as a social media manager. Where can our listeners find out more about you, your business, and your upcoming rebrand? They can find me almost on any and every social media platform as the Buzzing Blonde. Um, I think one, I think maybe Twitter, but Oh, well, I think Twitter might be dying. <laughs> Dare we say it? But on Twitter, I'm buzzing blonde, not the buzzing blonde. So that's where you can find me on social media. And then my website is currently down, but should be up and running by the beginning of September because my rebrand will officially all be complete by then. I am rolling out the new branding this month. So I'm excited about that. I'm like, yeah, I'm excited about that. So that is where they can find me. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you so much again for being on the show and just, you know, sharing your, you know, opinions on threads and all the things when it comes to social media and just being an entrepreneur. It has been so good to catch up and also just really great to hear from you. So we'll have all of Maddie's links in the show notes of this podcast episode. I want to thank all of you for listening to this entire conversation and being a loyal listener to Hashtag Managed every single week. We'll be back next week with a brand new episode. I want to invite you to our Facebook group for social media managers. Before you think to yourself, Facebook group, really? Yes, our Facebook group community grows by 100 new members every single week. And I'm not just saying that to fluff this ad and make it sound more appealing. I can share our exact tracking spreadsheet. We have built a community of like-minded social media managers, content creators, and strategists, and we want to invite you to join us. Head to the show notes after this show, search Social Savvy Collective on Facebook, or head to socialsavvyhq.co forward slash podcast to join for free. 
Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Hashtag Managed. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. That helps others find the show, and we greatly appreciate it. Come back next week for another new episode of Hashtag Managed. We'll see you then.